0: Did you write that up here, Willis? Can I use it? All right. Hopefully you can read that. My writing's not the best. Um, well, good morning to each, each one of you. Um, <clears throat> I was asked to share here this morning an opening um, earlier this week, and my mind just went to this very thing here of who we are in Christ. When we make that um, commitment, when we were born again, um, <clears throat> and we make that commitment, and we, we experience, we, we, we get to experience these very things here. Um, so, I have, I have a lot of verses. I don't have many of my own words here this morning. I would like to just share um, a lot of verses. And let them, I guess, do the ministering um, to your hearts. So, um, and, and those of you that, that didn't make that commitment and didn't, um, and, and, and don't have that relationship with Christ, you can claim these, you can claim these, uh, these very things, um, so when we accept Jesus for who He is, we become entirely new creatures. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, this is in the Amplified Version, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted in, joined to Him by faith, in Him as our Savior. He is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition, have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakenings bring new life we 've gained a brand new identity as well as gifts and callings, and we become the children of the father so i 'm sharing these verses just to I guess to remind us who we are in Christ so you can, you can follow along if i mean as far as the ver- i mean, 'm going to read a bunch of scriptures, but you don 't have to you can just um, you listen as well. So, first one is, You are loved as you are. Romans 15, 7 says, Therefore, continue to accept and welcome one another, just as Christ has accepted and welcomed us to the glory of our great God. And I'm reading all these in the Amplified Version. In 1 John, in 1 John 3, verses 1 and 2, it says, See what an, an incredible quality of love the Father has shown to us, that we would be permitted... Be named and called and counted the children of God. And so we are. For this reason, the world does not know us because it did not know Him. Beloved, we are even here and now children of God, and it is not yet made clear that we will be after His coming. We know that when He comes and is, re- and is revealed, we will, as His children, be like Him, because we will see Him just as He is in all His glory. In John 15, verse 16, It says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and I have appointed and placed and purposefully planted you. I like that word, purposefully. So, all things, if we are in Christ. He, we, we, he, he does all things... Purposefully, so that you would go and bear fruit and keep on bearing, and that your fruit will remain and be lasting, so that whatever you ask in the Father in my name, as my representative, he may give to you. Hebrews 4.16 says, Therefore, let us, with privilege, approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor, with confidence and without fear, so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find His amazing grace to help in time of need. An appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. Romans 5 verses 8 says, But God clearly shows and proves His own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Galatians 4 Verses 7, says, Therefore, you are no longer a slave, a bondservant, but a son. And if a son, then also an heir through the gracious act of God through Christ. There's another uh, translation that says, Now we're no longer living like slaves under the law, but we enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters. And because we're His, we can access everything our Father has, for we are heirs of God through Jesus the Messiah. The second one is, you are important to God. Psalms 139, verses 14 says, I will give thanks and praise to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul, my soul knows it very well. John says, "But says, But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the right, the authority, and the privilege to become children of God. That is, to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on His name. 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19 and 20. It says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you are not your own property? You were bought with a price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. So then, honor and glorify God with your body. Another translation is, uh, Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the Spirit of holiness who lives in you? You don't belong to yourself any longer. For the gift of God, the Holy Spirit, lives inside your sanctuary. Our bodies are the sanctuary. You were God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears of blood, so by all means, then use your body to bring glory to God. John 15, verse 15 says, I do not call you servants any longer, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you my friends, because I have revealed to you everything that I have heard from my Father. Ephesians one verses three and four says, "Blessed, blessed, and worthy of praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ. Just as in His love He chose us in Christ, actually selected us for Himself as His own. So each one of us He selected each one of us for Himself before the foundation of the world." So that we would be holy, that is, consecrated, set apart for Him, purpose-driven, and blameless in His sight, in love. Galatians 3, 13 says, Christ purchased our freedom and redeemed us from the curse of the law and His condemnation by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs crucified on a tree or cross. Romans 8.28, And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God to those who are called according to His plan and purpose. The third one is, You are free from shame, fear, and condemnation. If we are walking with Christ and truly walking with Christ, we are free from shame, fear, and condemnation. Romans 8.1 says, Therefore there is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment, for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in Him as personal Lord and Savior. Another version says, So now the case is closed. The case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the Anointed One. Ephesians 1, verse 7. In Him we have redemption, that is, our deliverance and salvation, through His blood, which paid the penalty for our sin and resulted in the forgiveness and complete pardon of our sin in accordance with the riches of His grace. John 8, verse 36. So if the Son makes you free, then you are unquestionably free. The fourth one is, you are whole and complete. Colossians 2, verses 10. And in him you have been made complete, achieving spiritual stature through Christ. And he is the head over all rule and authority, over every angelic and earthly power. 1 Peter 2 Twenty-four. He personally carried our sins in His body on the cross, willingly offering Himself on it as, an, as on an altar of sacrifice, so that we might die to sin, becoming immune from the penalty and power of sin, and live for righteousness. For by His wounds you who believe have been healed. 2 Corinthians 5.21 He made Christ, who knew no sin, to be sin on our behalf, so that in Him we would become the righteousness of God. That is, we would be made acceptable to Him and placed in in a right relationship with Him by His gracious, loving kindness. Romans 8.37 says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through Him who loved us so much that He died for us two Peter one verse three, for his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness through true and personal knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. First Corinthians two sixteen says for who has known the mind and purposes of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ to be guided by His thoughts and purposes. The, uh, the fifth one is, you have gifts and weapons. <coughs> Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7 says, Do not be anxious or worried about anything. But in, in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Continue to make your requests known to God. And the peace of God, that that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. 1 John 4, verse 4. says, little children... You are of God, and you belong to Him, and have already overcome them, the agents of the Antichrist, because He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Ephesians 1, verse 3, says, Blessed and worthy of praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly realms in Christ. Luke ten nineteen. listen carefully. I have given you authority that you now possess to tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will in any way harm you because he has given us that authority. Philippians 4, 19, and my God will liberally supply fill until full your every need according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, But thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ, and through us spreads and makes evident everywhere the sweet fragrance of the knowledge of Him. Proverbs 18.21 Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. The last one is, um, you have a future and a purpose. But you are a chosen race, in First Peter 2.9, it says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession. So that you may claim the excellency, the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Colossians 2 verse 7 says, Having been deeply rooted in him and now being continually built up in him and becoming increasingly more established in your faith just as you were taught and overflowing in it with gratitude. Mark 16, verses 17 and 18. It says, "These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name, they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will get well." Matthew 5:14 says, "You are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden." Colossians 3 verse 12 says so as God's own chosen people who are holy set apart sanctified for his purpose and well beloved by God himself put put on a heart of compassion kindness humility gentleness and patience which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper (laughs) Ephesians 2 verse 10 says but for we are His workmanship, His own masterwork, a work of art, created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which He set, so that we would walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us. James 1.25 says, But he who looks carefully into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and faithfully abides by it, not having become a careless listener who forgets, who forgets but an active doer who obeys, he will be blessed and favored by God in what he does in his life of obedience. The last verse is is 2 Corinthians 5.20. It says, So we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were making his appeal through us, we as Christ's representatives plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. As I looked into this, um, I have to confess, I didn't always claim all these um, promises and all these things that all, all these verses, I guess, that uh, that are in the Bible um, of who I am, who we are in Christ, if we are truly um, seeking His His uh, His His will in our life. But as I looked into these verses, it really uh, um, it really spoke to me. In a way that I want to I want to uh, to claim those and I want them to be real in my life, so I hope um, you were you were as blessed with this as I was um, i I want to wanted to lift up god 's word and not not my own words um, but I have a there 's a song I wanted to play uh, Matt will play here after I take my seat but uh, thank you for listening I guess and God bless each one.